This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Here's a Joy Law podcast from Jack and Dean on Joy. You're with Jack and Dean for the Tuesday Drive Home and it's time for... Joy Law. Jack and Dean. Joy Law. Well, that's right. It is that time of the week where we have a chat to someone from the... Uh, who's a lawyer? Someone from the Who's the Lawyer? Someone who's a lawyer who's from um, KQ Lawyers. Yep. Um, and they come in to chat about legal issues of interest or concern to the LGBTIQ community and mm. its allies. Plus. And the... The Who today from KHQ Lawyers who's joining us is Chloe. Hey, Chloe. Hey, guys. I thought you'd forgot my name there for a second. I know. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of you around. So You're many lawyers. And changing. There is. There definitely is. Mm. Mm. What are we talking about today? Um, so today I just wanted to touch on the issue of costs with lawyers. Um, with all the media attention around, especially family law at the moment, there yes. have been a few articles written about... Um, I'll quote, the eye-watering costs of family law disputes. Um, so I really wanted to touch on that today and sort of uh, chat to your listeners a little bit about costs and also sort of their rights around costs and how they can how they can discuss those with any lawyers that they may choose to engage. Because I guess some people might see the cost of a lawyer mm. as prohibitive or something that might be a barrier to them actually seeking help. Yeah. Yeah, look, it really is. And especially, I mean, not to criticise, but sometimes the way the media reports things, obviously they sensationalise some no. issues. What? Um, and things like, for example, one of the articles I saw recently was that a separated mother and father spent $860,000 in legal costs to determine parenting matters um, for their two children. And what they haven't said in that article is the context of that dispute. What was the dispute? Mm. How long were the proceedings? What were the issues in, in dispute? And also, for example, in family law especially, it's about the complexity of the case. And then when I say that, I don't mean the complexity of the issues in terms of the legal arguments. Yes. It's about the complexity of the people sometimes. You're dealing with people going through a really difficult time and if you've got people with mental health issues um, or anxiety um, in terms of, just in terms of the, not even necessarily long-term issues, but just issues arising out of the context of their separation. Or even just the emotional issues. It may not be it's, a yeah. diagnosed medical condition. Exactly. It might just be that they're, they, they're hurt deeply by what has happened. Exactly. Yeah. So and in de- when you're dealing with situations like that, it's actually really helpful that people have legal advice. The other issue that may have risen in that case, and I don't know that case, yes. is that they could have been arguing amongst themselves for some time, maybe self-represented or one person person was represented and one person wasn't you just don't know the details and without those details someone a lay person looking at that and maybe contemplating going to see a lawyer is going to say my goodness I could not possibly afford that I'm going to stay very well away from lawyers yeah it's quite damaging isn't it it is but to play the other side now you're mm-hmm. a lawyer yeah um so yes funnily enough you are running, might have a vested interest, have a vested interest. <laughs> <laughs> what what but, but people might say but aren't you aren't you guys driven by billable hours so in terms of billable hours, that's really the structure of a law firm and the way they sort of, uh, I guess, a- account for the salaries that they pay and things yeah. like that and pay for their costs and their bottom line. Um, but in terms of um, our driver, our driver is obviously to help the client and we've got to put the client's interest first. So whilst we bill in billable hours, we have to explain that to you at the start of, of, of a consultation. So before you engage us, we talk to you about our costs. Some lawyers don't use billable hours. Um, so some people bill in units and they charge you for time. Some uh, lawyers charge you for documents prepared, so they charge you on a task basis. Okay. And others um, can give you fixed fees in relation to stages of matters. So they might say a fixed fee for one type of application, for example. So given that, can you 
ask for a quote. If someone thinks, I need some legal advice, can you approach your law firm and say, look, how, how do you, what is your cost structure? How does this work? Exactly. That, but that, I, that's you can also, look, I don't want to go ahead with it. Yeah, I just want to understand what I might be up for if I was to engage your service. Yes, definitely. So what I would recommend is if anyone going who wants to seek um, some legal advice, they should make an appointment, initial an initial consultation with a lawyer. Um, talk to them first about what they offer. Some lawyers will offer, uh, say, a first hour free or half an hour free. Um, and during that conference, they'll have to discuss costs with you. So when they talk about costs, you can ask them about how they structure. They may need more information, but they will have to give you a quote. We are required to give you a quote. Oh, is it right? Definitely. Um, and if you're not happy with that quote or if you want to ask some questions or sort of structure, you know, maybe say, I only want you to do certain things. Can I negotiate that with you? You can do that. I'm not saying that they'll always do it for you, but you have that right as a consumer to do okay. to negotiate with your lawyer about costs and, and make sure that you understand them. Yes, yeah, I wouldn't know that. It's always good to know your rights. Exactly. Well, it's really important, and especially with um, family law, that you get your legal advice right at the start. So if you're thinking about separating or you're at that stage where you sort of think it's over, I need to sort of know what, I, what I'm entitled to, I would definitely recommend you seek legal advice first before you get advice from your brother-in-law, your best friend, oh, yeah. the other parents at the school gate, because that can lead you on a path, um, rightly or wrongly, to this $800,000 litigation worst-case scenario. And I think, like you said at the outset, uh, in the media, sometimes there are stories that are sensational and often mm. in communities or neighbourhoods there are, did you hear about so-and-so, they got ripped oh, off yeah, the exactly. Do it oh, sells no. papers. Um, it really does sell papers and it sort of especially feeds into this um, media sort of stories at the moment about how awful the family law system is um, and how all these things need to change. Um, the fact of the matter is we'd have a system that does work. Of course it's got flaws and that they will be addressed and hopefully you know Im- things can be implemented to fix them but in the meantime we have the system we have we need to make it work for us um, and people shouldn't be afraid of seeking advice because in, um, in in the legal world you have as a consumer the really really strong rights in terms of costs and go- negotiating them and if you don't like it it's sort of like if you go to a hairdresser, for example, and you want to get a haircut, mm-hmm. you ask them, how much is this going to cost me? Yep. If they suddenly say, you know, at the end of it, it's going to cost you four times the price of what they originally said, you have rights as a consumer to, to argue yeah. that. And it's the same here. Hang on a um, mm. We are just a service provider at the end of the day. So how does it... Uh, I'm wondering, sometimes I've seen ads for law firms that say no win, no pay. Mm. Family mm. law, that doesn't apply, surely. Well, nobody wins in family law, unfortunately. No. <laughs> I mean, oh. family law, generally, everyone bears their own costs. But I think the um, cases you're referring to tend to be more in the will dispute or personal injury areas of law. Yes. So mm. where there's a potential claim um, at the end of it um, from a third party, then um, I, I understand that that's how they operate. So they'll act for you on the basis that you'll get a payout at the end and they'll take a percentage of that for their fees. So family law, yeah, no one really wins. No, no, they don't. And I mean, one of the other issues I've seen in the media was they, they said that the um, that somebody had a dispute and the, the legal fees ended up costing more than, more than the assets that they had to divide. Yes. At the end yeah. of the day, the people who are litigating or who are having the argument they should be aware of their costs at all times. They should also be mm. aware of the asset pool. And it's really the lawyer's job to make sure that their clients understand what they're fighting for. So if you don't have a good lawyer who's d- telling you these things, then that really has to fall back on the lawyer. Um, and during a, a, an action, can you get to a point where you say, actually, look, I've done as much... I, I've hit my um, uh, threshold of how much I'm happy to pay for this. Mm-hmm. This is now going to cost me more by continuing to fight. Can you... You should be advised of that as you go. Right. So generally, um, as good practice is, we would look at um, the asset pool at the, when we're talking about offers and things like that and say to them, look, it's going to cost you this much more to proceed or you can settle on this now. I might be able to get you another, you know, 
X dollars, mm. but you need to make the practical decision, the commercial decision, whether or not you proceed with this to fight, to prove a point, or yeah. you actually make the commercial decision to settle the matter and get it over and done with and move on with your life. I'm always struck with Goodness. family law, though. It seems it's so emotional, yet you have to, you have to be like both in your emotional side of your, your life mm. and also very rational. You do. And, and try and balance the two. We often... It is, and we often do find that um, some of the some clients really benefit from receiving some support outside legal advice. So that might be from a psychologist or a counsellor, someone who's not necessarily invested in their life, like a best friend, but someone who can give them that emotional support and strategies around um, coping with this. Because if you don't deal with the emotional fallout of the separation, that can leach into the negotiations and yes. the settlement discussions, and that can end up in court because of the emotions and everything's so sensitive and everyone's upset. Um, and as I said, the commercial reality is not best served by people getting upset. So really, nice. yeah, we do recommend that people do put those supports in place. Sorry, yes. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> it's not very cheerful, is it? No. But, but obviously yeah. if, if someone does find themselves that their relationship has broken down and they do need to get legal advice, mm. number one advice is ask what you're up for. Ask what the, how the cost structure Definitely. Is. Have that open discussion. Um, any... Any good lawyer will have that discussion with you and they won't charge you for that discussion, can I say, in terms of costs. Um, they have an obligation to disclose them to you and you have to understand them. So if you don't understand them, you need to talk to your lawyer and say, I don't understand the cost agreement, can you explain it to me? Yeah. Um, and they will all do that. Um, they are obliged to do that. So I just really, the takeaway from this is don't be scared by reports in the media of costs. There are lawyers out there who are not perfect, mm -hmm. um, but the majority of lawyers, look, we have ethical obligations. Um, you have rights, and I really, really um, sort of suggest to your listeners that they do find a lawyer that's the right fit for them, um, and they'll be best served by that. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Chloe, from KHQ Lawyers. You can find more Joycast and show blogs. Go to joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast, brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.